The year is 2009. The year of the swine flu pandemic and WikiLeaks. James Cameron's Avatar is breaking box office records. Kanye West interrupts Taylor Swift during her VMA's acceptance speech. <gasps> and President Barack Obama is awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. And, how can I forget, Stay Cool is released in theaters? At, at the Tribeca Film Festival? At the Tribeca Film Festival. <laughs> wow. I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And, and this is History Duffs. As you can tell from our intro, we are, Hope and Paige, we are two historians. <laughs> we hit the books hard before we come podcast. In fact, we hit the magazines hard because that's where the real intel was. Yeah, that's why we had to take last week off is because we were just studying. We were studying. It had nothing to do with COVID. Nobody had COVID. Nobody, nobody. had COVID and nobody mm-hmm. had to quarantine from anybody else. No, 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 no. no. Nothing <laughs> happened. Just a normal week-long break so we could stay at the library stay at the library because we have healthy immune systems here yes exactly (laughs) no immune disorders here if you're gonna take away anything from this podcast it's that we have healthy immune systems (laughs) that love us and love our bodies yes no issues there hi hope how you been great nothing's happened to me since i last saw you But it's been a week. I've missed you so much. Thank you. Well, but two weeks. It's been you know two what? weeks. Who cares about how how Hope Carew twenty twenty two is? Not me. Ask me about Hope Carew two thousand nine. How was fourteen slash fifteen year old Hope Carew doing? She was not doing well. No. I was a nuke. I think that's the year I moved to Texas. Fourteen mm. fifteen. That was confusing. That was that was interesting all around. I went from a very, very small school, a school of 14 children. 14 total? 14 total. My freshman year of high school, I went to like a school that was like the first year the school existed. Oh my word. You know you know this. You know this about me. I didn't know there were 14 kids. Yeah. Well, the, the number fluctuated because we'd have students come and leave. So at one point it was 15. <laughs> You had had student come in and leave. (laughs) And then halfway through the year, so insane, um, a boy joined the the grade named Kelly Carew. Wait, what? Yeah. Out of 14 students, suddenly there were two Carews. Spelled the same way? Yeah. Only way to spell it. C-A-R-E-W. What? I mean, I I like to do O-U-X when I'm in Louisiana. (laughs) Carew. Carew. Um, isn't that insane? Did I am, you date Kelly? I, am, I so thank you for asking because yeah. I found out his last name was Carew. Mm-hmm. I immediately proposed to him. Yeah, we were on the school bus. I knelt. I knelt in the aisle. He said no when you were fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My- to be fair, I I was he joined the semester like after, so I was already mm-hmm. pretty comfortable. And there was only fourteen of us, so right. I was pretty popular. <laughs> you were definitely like class clown. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone else I went to high school with would describe me as the class clown because I'm... But who else was class clown, if not you? Mm, it might have been Ishan. <laughs> oh, I, I did forget about Ishan. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Ishan good was kind of the class clown. Mm-hmm. Honestly, maybe even Steven. But Steven and I had a thing where we'd play pranks, so maybe it's back to me. Yeah. Well, I guess my school at least had, like, a boy class clown and a girl class clown. <gasps> so you and Sean, or you and... Or Sean. 
Ishan. Ishan or Steven. Yeah. I was actually trying to say Steven when I said Sean. <laughs> I just combined them. You were just thinking about my dad, Sean. Always. And I wish you would stop. Always thinking about your dad. I am having to swipe left on so many guys because they're all named Sean. Oh, yeah. Anytime I see a Connor or a Garrett. Yeah. Out. 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 I did date a Matthew, though, which is my dad's name. Yeah. But your dad goes by Matt. Yeah. And I also don't call my dad Matt or Matthew. Mm. So it never was a problem. True. Yeah. That's a good point. My dad, I do call Sean at times. Could you date a Griffin? No, never. Yeah. I once made out with a Griffin and I immediately Ugh. threw up afterwards. Yeah. 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 I think I, you know him. <laughs> we'll discuss later. <laughs> okay. I have one guess. I did. I, I, a oh, wait, gri- I've got two guesses. A, I know two Griffins. <laughs> a Griffin uh, matched with me on Hinge, and his like bio is not Elon Musk's son named Griffin, which I did mm. not know Elon Musk had a son named Griffin. Most people don't, so that's a really dumb bio. <laughs> and I said, no, sorry, it can't be Hope and Griffin and Hope and Griffin. Like, that's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. But my brother dated a girl whose middle name was Hope. Which is gross because it's my well, middle name and or it's my name and my mom's middle name. Yeah, but middle name. Yeah, but also no, that's a stretch. All three of the sisters had the same middle name of Hope. That is interesting. Yeah, and I'd come over and their mom would be like, "There's my Hope girls." <laughs> what? Why were they all? Why were all their middle names Hope? Because it's the best name ever, I guess. Of course, of course, that goes without saying. Yeah, but one was after the word. One was after. Hope, Arkansas. One was after the Cape of Good. <laughs> yeah, the three biggest hopes. I can only assume. Fascinating. The Hope that, Diamond. I'm very interested in this. Yeah. Well, that was me. I was yeah. I was in Arizona slash Texas. I was braces. I was glasses. Oh, yeah. This sounds like a poem. I love like, it. <laughs> I was braces. I was glasses. It was just hard. Yeah. You know. I mean. Being a 14, 15-year-old girl is hard, period. 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 Doesn't matter where you're living. Doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. It's not easy for anyone. Maybe Zendaya. Ugh, maybe. Probably Hillary. Probably Hillary. Yeah, it really depends. Like, if you have beautiful skin, then it's not that hard. Yeah, that's so true. But if you have bad skin and you're a new kid, oh. Good skin, good teeth. Oh, my God. You're made. Yeah. You're made. And some of us had glasses, braces, and bad skin. Some of us, not pointing fingers at myself. Or me. Or Paige. She's talking about me. I'm talking about Paige. <laughs> uh, okay, so I was 13 slash 14. I was in Texas. I was in, I think I was going into ninth grade. Yeah. Or just finishing eighth grade? Probably. Yeah. Kind of the same thing, going into ninth grade and finishing eighth grade. So true. Regardless, I peaked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, oh, I, honestly, I wish I'd known you then. <laughs> gosh, yeah. A better page. <laughs> a better page. She was a better person. I really, doing this podcast has mm-hmm. made me realize how little I remember of middle school slash high school. That's, that's healthy. I know. I really <laughs> don't remember much. Well, that's good. I, I remember guess. like walking the halls being like, this will be over someday. Yeah. But I just couldn't like conceptualize it. Right. Yeah, it was. That is how it felt. Like, it felt very... I remember being aware of it, being like, I know that this won't be a big deal forever, like Mm -hmm. when something bad would happen or whatever. Yeah. But still was like, right now? Yeah. It feels like the world is ending. Because we like to live in the moment. It's almost worse that way, because it's like, I feel so stupid for obsessing over this thing that is so not important. Yeah. But 
I can't help it. But I can't help it because I have nothing else to obsess over. my whole life is ninth grade. Yeah. Oh, I was. um, This is why they should let kids have jobs and families. (laughs) Yes. This is why we should have been child stars. (laughs) We could handle it. We could have handled it. (laughs) Um, In ninth grade, I was playing golf. Whoa. Wasn't expecting that. Uh, Yeah, I know. It's kind of a fun fact about me. I lettered in golf as a freshman in high school. Um, My parents made me do it. (laughs) How easy is it to letter? Or how hard? When you're a girl playing in golf, very easy. I was the only girl who played golf in ninth grade. So you were immediately the best one? Or do you have to have a certain score? By default, yeah, I was the best one. Because I was the only one. So you were also the worst one. Exactly. Yep. (laughs) Exactly that. But for golf it was like you had to play on varsity and like only five girls would get to play on varsity but I I was one of one did you do it to meet guys (laughs) no I did it because in high school the high school I went to you had to have like a athletics credit yeah Um, my school too and I didn't want to just take PE because I had a terrible like middle school PE experience yeah PE is terrible yeah it's awful it's terrible um my parents were like, you used to play golf when you were a kid. What if you just play golf? And I was like, I can guess I can do that for one year. Why don't you just play tennis? <laughs> tennis would be, you have to run in tennis. Not that far, though. That's why I love tennis, is it's short bursts. I've got to be honest, I don't know that I've ever played tennis. I'm not against it. It just never came up. Can you stop talking so <laughs> badly about tennis? I'm a tennis hater. What can I say? I'm not against tennis. <laughs> I'm Paige Smith. I'm running for Congress, and I'm not against tennis. Oh, yeah, what if I want to be a politician someday? Yeah, this can't come out. The the the, uh, the leaked let's, files. Let's start over. We have to start over. The year is 2009. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so enough okay. about us. Yeah, the year is Hillary? 2009. Where mm-hmm. was Hillary? So, um, really, I've got two big things okay. that I found. Hit me. Uh, first of all, Hillary had a. Uh, a little web series come out this year. Oh my gosh. In 2009. Oh my gosh. Called The Chase. Not to be confused with the uh, the quiz show, The Chase. Okay. That I watch religiously. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a web series to promote her collaboration with DKNY. She had a yeah. little, little collab called Femme. I think femme. Okay, interesting. Right? That feels like that's not a term that she's supposed to use. Well, like French. Femme. Mm-hmm. F-E-M-M-E. Yeah. I guess she's not French. Or Sorry. Is she? Hillary, let us know. Yeah, please. Write in. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> she's obsessed with us. She's always emailing us. I know. Hillary. things. You're a mom of three. Like, focus on, on them for yeah. a sec. Stop giving us so much attention. We don't know what to do with all this attention that you're giving us. She's definitely heard the pod. No. <laughs> I did tag her in a TikTok recently. You did? Uh-huh. You're so brave. I felt brave enough to do it. Oh my gosh. What happened? She hit me. <laughs> what do you mean what happened? She liked, followed, retweeted, <laughs> duetted it, and stitched it. Well, of let's course. be honest. What other Hillary Duff podcasts are out there? Uh, probably none. Probably none. And if, I don't want to look it up, but probably none. And if you do look it up, why are you looking it up when you've got the perfect one here? Like, honestly, though. These hoes ain't loyal, Paige. <laughs> don't turn on the fans, Hope. Come what? on now. Hope's fans are called hoes. Hope's it's half hoes, of my name. Hope's hoes. I like that. It's like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch fans are called Cumberbitches. 
<laughs> or they were for a minute, and then he's like, please don't do that. <laughs> um, Fair enough. <laughs> also in 2009, uh, Hillary got into another uh, beef, another famous beef. Uh-oh. Not Lindsay, not Avril. Do you want to guess who she was beefing with in 2009? Sure. But can you give me a hint besides that it's 2009? Another actress. That's your hint. Can you give me a hair color? No. <gasps> <That's> <laughs> Gasps. Yeah. Well, I'm... Okay, when I Googled Hillary Duff 2009, the mm-hmm. only thing that came up was teeth. Oh, her veneers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing I could find. So I'm like, what did I miss? Okay. Sierra Miller. No. <laughs> okay, let Isn't me... it Sienna? Yes. Or Sierra? I was like, <laughs> it is Sierra. Sienna Miller. It is Sienna. Okay. I'm honestly not sure her Sienna Okay, um, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like she was big at this time and yeah. maybe getting a beef. Is it? Uh, can, give me a hint. No. Give me no. a hint. Come on. Let me tell you. Okay. Faye Dunaway. <laughs> what? Who is you that? You never would have guessed it. Who is Faye Dunaway? I need a hint. Classic. Classic starlet. <laughs> what do you mean? The cla- you're just going to say classic well, starlet and leave it there? Yeah, because the beef was over a uh, reboot of a Faye Dunaway movie or a remake of a Faye Dunaway movie, and Hilary Duff was supposed to play the same character. Oh. She was supposed to. She was supposed to be Bonnie and Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, okay. And Faye Dunaway was not happy about that casting. Oh my gosh! And so Hillary, Hillary said something along the lines of, "My fans don't even know who she is, so I don't think they care." <laughs> <laughs> Classic Hillary. Uh, trying to start drama. <laughs> <laughs> my friends don't even know who she is. Yeah, no, my fans. My, like, fans. my fans. My fans don't care. They don't even know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> She's not wrong. Her fans are children. Iconic. I mean, you didn't know who I Faye Dunaway was. I knew that name. Like, I yeah. feel like I recognize it from a reference in Greece, um, mm. which I directed. <laughs> a children's. I directed... directed the movie Greece. Mm-hmm. That was you. <laughs> I've directed like three to four. I always Off wondered who brand directed children's Off play. Brand. Yeah, we would do kind of. Uh, I would do some. I think we did some unlicensed, unreal uh, songs. Not Grease, but like oil. Exactly. It was oil lightning. Oil, oil lightning. <laughs> that sounds awful. Oil. No, we would just change some of the words so that it was. Well, you had to for children. For children, yeah. And so we yeah. would just like it would be like the plot of Greece with the songs, but some stuff may be different. And also So you did like high school musical. We added like some songs for like little kids. Like we added like a cheer song for Rydell High, which I rewatched the movie and I was like, that doesn't exist. Well it was a Broadway show first. Oh, so maybe it's so from I had to cut some songs for the I don't know if there was a cheer in there, but some of the songs didn't make it to the movie. Mm. This one's pretty bad, so I wonder if it's original. <laughs> Do you know it? Can we it, hear a little bit? No, it's just like they spell Rydell, I think. it's. And you don't know how? I Don't, don't make me do this on air. Come on. R-Y-D-E-L-L. Rydell. All right, she got it. Damn. <laughs> Damn. That was tough. Okay, so what else is going on in Hillary's life? She's dating Mike Comrie. Yes. They've been together for about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's going on. As we know, she's soon to be engaged to him. Yes. But no spoilers. Spoiler, oh my God. We won't talk about that yet. No, we won't talk about it. We'll get there. We'll in the 2010 there. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we've got a 2010 Oof. movie, I think. Oh, well, we got another movie coming up next. We'll co- yeah, 
What goes up? You gave it away. Oh, more spoilers. <laughs> Why do we even do this? Um, I don't know. <laughs> very exciting, though. Um, but we're here to talk about stay cool. Stay cool. Stay cool. Do you want a synopsis of the movie? Yeah, if you don't mind. Yeah. I didn't watch it. So. Okay, perfect. <laughs> it's kind of like, I'm going to give it almost famous vibes. Oh, okay. Okay, like mm-hmm. we're kind of starting with narration and nostalgia. Yeah. And the only two movies that have ever done it, Stay Cool and Almost Famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't <laughs> think of any can't think of any other movies about nostalgia. <laughs> this one, weirdly enough, is about high school. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything else is. Never seen it before. Um, the filmmaker said this was their homage to a John Hughes movie. Really? Yes, that's what they said in an interview at Tribeca Film Festival. Okay. That's what they said. Yeah, no, I get that that's what they were going for. That's what they felt. Sure, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, John Hughes vibes, they think. They think. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I'm starting this narration. Now famous author, then big nerd, comma, Henry McCarty goes back to his high school to deliver his commen- to deliver the commencement address after his book about high school hits the bestseller list. In this coming of age or regressing of age rom-com, we learn that high school is forever. Ooh, you're really selling it. Yeah, and I don't know if I would call it a rom-com again, but I'll say I high mean, school is forever. There are rom elements and there are com elements, so I don't think and you're wrong. there are mom elements. And there are bomb elements. Oh my god, there are. And dot com elements. And prom elements. elements. (laughs) 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 This is the last episode of History (laughs) Jeffs. We can't top that. They can't top that. That was a pretty good synopsis. I liked that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I got all of the plot. I think, well, I, I do think one element is that he has sort of a second chance with like his high school crush. Yes, yes. Okay. Played by Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. <laughs> yeah. Winona. Winona? Winona? Yeah. What did I say wrong? You said like why Nona. And I should have said Winona. <laughs> no, it's like Winona. 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 Winona Fiona. Winona Fiona. Mm-hmm. My yeah. shout out to my my best friend, her great grandmother was named Winona and was a um, steamboat captain <laughs> in Louisiana. Wow. I hope she's listening. <laughs> she she better be. She better be. Um, yeah, yeah, so Winona Ryder is a cheerleader and he... Was. She's old now. Sorry, not to correct Was you. a cheerleader, <laughs> is... Currently, like, living back at home with her mom, but she is a pharmacist, which is not a bad career. That's a very impressive um, degree and career to have, but it's supposed to be – it's, like, portrayed as, like, depressing because she's in this, like, pharmacy, blah, 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 and she's talking about, like, how everyone in the school is on antidepressants. But she's back in town. This guy, Henry McCarty – McCarthy? McCarthy? You corrected my Winona pronunciation. No, but so. I couldn't tell if it was McCarthy or McCarty because I thought I saw it written down as McCarty. I think it is McCarthy. I prefer it to be McCarthy. I, I mean, personally, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what uh, Henry? Well, I guess yes. Yeah. Really, 
what they call him in the movie. <laughs> that is his name. <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> he comes back to deliver the commencement address. And for some reason, this requires him to spend many days at the actual high school. I know. He is just walking around a lot and like going to class. <laughs> he's going to class. He's sitting in the library. He's going to pep rallies. Mm hmm. And he even goes to prom with one of the students. Yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but yeah. I mean, it feels like that's... It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. Um, And it's weird. The whole movie kind of toes the line of, is there going to be... I don't think they even toe the line. I think they clearly cross it. They cross... I mean, they cross the line, and then they keep being like, I shouldn't toe this line. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we will get there. Okay, wait. Did you want to say something first? Well, I just wanted to go through some of the cast of this movie, because it's insane. hell yes, 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 How many people they were able to get in this. I am shocked. Right? Yes, okay. First of all, it's the... It's Winona and... Did I do it wrong again? No, I don't know. It's like, remember when I couldn't say IMDb for the longest time? No, what did you say? I would just mix up all the letters. It was like a dyslexia thing, but oh, sure. it was big on our podcast with Taylor, our, uh, 87 Central. Oh, our old pod. Every time I would say it wrong and then I couldn't say it right. Now I don't know how it sounds. <laughs> you said it great just now. Thank you. That was so good. It took a couple years. The therapy is working. I had to move to New York. <laughs> Um, but that just like yeah with the Winona just reminding me of that that's really funny yeah. um, Winona and also Sean Astin huge who, get and they go on to star in Stranger Things together this was like oh my god I did not put that together that's all because we meet Sean Astin's character first yes and I was like oh my gosh and Winona he plays a really uh, stereotypical like gay character yeah, I can't I can't tell if this character is incredibly offensive or not. I think it's offensive because well, I mean, I first of all, I'm not the person to say if yeah. it's offensive or not. Yeah. But I will say that at this time there wasn't a lot of representation mm-hmm. of like gay characters. Mm-hmm. Uh Sean Aston is a straight man mm-hmm. and it was just kind of he was sort of over the top, a little flamboyant, a little extreme like so uh, flamboyant and extreme but honest- I don't think it was good representation yeah he also had a little bit of like a predatory vibe that I didn't love so. yeah it was also like interesting because I couldn't tell if they were trying to say that this is a trans character or not because the character's name is big girl right and Sean Astin would refer to themselves as big girl but I couldn't tell if it was I think if it was a trans thing or not, like I, you know what I'm saying. So I just felt like uncomfortable by his portrayal. I guess they did talk about in the book that Henry McCarthy had written. He talks about him coming out as gay, Mm -hmm. and that's sort of the only. I I thought he was just supposed to be a gay man. I didn't get. I they do call him Big Girl, which I think is part of what is sort of problematic about it. Yeah, but I don't think he was supposed to be trans. Well, I just couldn't tell because of the big girl thing. Like, I didn't know if that was, like, a self-given type. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I did say, I or I will say, this character reminds me a lot. Not exactly, but reminds me a lot of the character they played in Fifty First Dates. I don't remember that movie very well. Sean Astin was in it. Yeah, he's, like, Drew Barrymore's, like, brother. And he wears a lot of muscle shirts. Oh, okay. And I, he's, like, yeah. juicing a lot and, like, pumping up a lot. 
what about this character made you think of that one? Like, the fact that they're, like, kind of always about to go off the rails. Mm. At least that's what Sean Astin described, like, when he was talking about his character. He was, like, they're a little off the rails, like, in terms of intensity. But then also, like, maybe not being, <laughs> like, the brightest bulbs in the in the shed. This uh, In the sh- lamp? <laughs> How many bulbs are there supposed to be? <laughs> um... Sean Austin's character in this reminded me of Joshua Jackson's character in Cruel Intentions, <laughs> mostly because it's a straight man playing a gay man, and they both dyed their hair blonde for the occasion. For the occasion. <laughs> like, that's all I could think of. Was like, do they have to have dyed blonde hair? And what an occasion it was. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, ironic, I guess. They're so yeah. coincidental. They both were playing... Yeah, I would love if they were to remake this movie, if they were to... Oh stay cool? You think they're going to remake I'm just saying, cool? if they reboot Stay Cool, if, I think there is more appropriate casting to be had. Oh, absolutely. That's, yeah. But I really love the best friend's characters, the other best friend, who is that? Sean William Scott? What's his name? Who's the other best friend? Who is the actor? Mm-hmm. I have no, I'd never seen him before in my life. Oh, really? I thought maybe it was like a famous person who I just didn't really. Well, recognize. Sean William Scott is a famous person, so I was like, I was wondering if that him. I don't really know. Is, no, I don't. Think but so. you know the the girl best friend too with the blonde yeah. hair. What's her name? Darcy was the character. Yeah, I love her, and I loved the like I loved her dynamic. Yeah, I did love the. And I two thought of them. that the two of them, like the two best friends, were gonna end up together just because that's so typical. The oh the boy best friend and the girl best friend yes yeah. i think that if they were to reboot it again i have notes i think you are the one to reboot it i don't think i want to right <laughs> if i were to reboot it he wouldn't spend any time in the high school <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you don't need to do that to write your commencement speech it's odd anyway anyway no um on the topic of uh high school love i guess uh Winona has a her, she's dating a boy from high school named Brad yeah did you recognize that actor at all I do recognize him but I don't know from what I thought of you because he was Riley <gasps> he's Riley from Buffy from Buffy oh my goodness <laughs> I was like this guy looks so familiar who is he yeah he was Riley I famously am team Riley you are I, he was my favorite of Buffy's boyfriends ever maybe I, I don't I really can't even get into this. I don't know who is mine. Who mine Spike is. Spike and Angel were like the two big ones. I know, but And I hated neat. them both. Yeah, so I guess maybe I'm Team Riley too. Yeah. Because he's probably the healthiest relationship that she had. I don't think Riley gets enough love. But I also wasn't that into the that season, so it's hard for me to yeah. be like, like the military season, like that was just a little like A lot of people don't like Riley. Mm-hmm. But I think he was the best. I was also when it came to Twilight, I was Team Mike. I loved Mike for her. I did. <laughs> Sorry. He's like a normal boy who's got a crush on her. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Hello. Hey, you don't have to date a supernatural creature who wants no. to suck your blood. I like the normals. What can I say? Wow. Riley, he was normal. Wow. Yeah. You really do belong in the zombies universe. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you. As someone who hates the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> When Hope says zombies, she's referring to uh, the decom that came out three years ago. <laughs> that Paige loves. Who? Me? Yeah. I've never heard of it. 
<laughs> zombies. I don't know what that is. I think they should bring Riley, um, this guy, into Stranger Things. Join Winona and, and Sean. He would be so good. Right? He should play the same character he was in Buffy. Like a military guy. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't understand his character in this movie. In, in terms of Brad being the guy who follows them around the monster truck, I'm like, I don't believe Winona Ryder would date him. Right. I... I... For 20 years. Because it's supposed to be 20 years later. Yeah, her character in this, sort of Manic Pixie Dream Girl vibes. Oh, absolutely She's Manic not... Pixie Dream Girl vibes. Underdeveloped. Yeah, we've, there, we. I, I have no idea who she is or anything about her. So I'm like, I guess she's dating Brad. Like that's really one of the only things we know about the her. The only thing that we know about her is that she dates this guy who is fully beating people up on the regular and chasing and them like, in the car and stalking and harassing, stalking her. and harassing her pounding on her door. Like it, it's so abusive and insane. And then it, this is the part of the movie that I was like, what is happening here? Like, Brad chases them down, they get out of the car, and then she leaves the car, and she's like, I'm going to go talk to Brad. And then the next thing I know, she's getting in the car with Brad. That's, I didn't understand that at all. What what woman would would actually do that? Like, then we're watching her be in a really unsafe situation where it feels like this is domestic abuse, like 101. Like, she should not be in this relationship with this man who uses violence to solve his problems like it's insane and they're broken up then she gets in the car with them and they peel out like that was so unsafe well this movie was written by a, a man boy. yeah and i think from just his perspective he's like okay well now we've got to get henry alone how can we do that oh i know she'll just drive off with her Brad. abuser yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah that was just upsetting to watch because i would like to think that no matter who i was out with friend date someone that I've known for 20 years someone that I've known for 10 minutes they wouldn't let me leave no of course of course yeah and then and then to be and then he's butthurt about it the whole movie yeah or not the whole movie the rest of the movie the best part of that scene is that um it's there's like a mini little chase scene where Brad is like Mm -hmm. driving right behind him and he's kind of he's like driving through lawns and stuff trying to get away um and then after Winona gets out of the car and gets into the truck with Brad uh Henry's OnStar pops on. It's like a little OnStar yeah. commercial. And the lady on the OnStar goes, are you lost? And Henry goes, very. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. Wow. That's poignant. <laughs> yeah, this is just such a, I don't know. We also, oh, one more quick uh, cast thing. Brian Austin Green is the narrator the whole time. Crazy. From Beverly Hills 90210. Was also married to Megan Fox until recently. <laughs> now he's with Sharna Burgess from Dancing with the Stars. Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. <laughs> he was the narrator. He narrated the whole movie. I kind of assumed that the narrator was the guy who played Henry. I thought so too. <laughs> and then the credits started rolling. And he, it, it was like narrator Brian Austin Green. And the whole time I was like, wow, this guy's got a great voice for narration. Yeah. Turns out. How odd. Why didn't they right? have Henry do it? It was Henry the director as well. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And the writer, does that? Yeah. Yeah. He was also the writer. It's, it's just the writing is, it's, it's a good start. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good first draft. It's a good first draft. I have notes. I have mm -hmm, notes. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have notes. I do. I totally agree with you. And a lot of them are about you hanging out with the high school girl. So it's time we get into it. It's time we get into it. Um, 
Hillary Duff plays Shasta. O'Neill. Yeah. Shasta O'Neill. Uh, like Mount Shasta. Or I thought of the beverage, like drinks, like Shasta's. Like what's, a, a, what's that? A soda brand. Oh, I've never had one. I think it's like a like weird kind of off-brand thing. Oh, I only drink on-brand. I, <laughs> I only drink designer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she is a high school senior. Yeah. Uh, who takes a liking to Henry. Yes. And a big liking. Big liking. And she asks him to the prom. <laughs> yeah. Well, she gets dumped by her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. At the pep rally. Played by that third kid from Catch That Kid. <gasps> really? Yeah. Max. Max the Riot. I had a poster okay. of him in my room. Oh, that was him. You didn't notice? I didn't notice. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have any lines. He just breaks up with her kind of in the background of a pep rally. <laughs> Damn. I would have. I, yeah. I got to rewatch it. I watched it for free on Tubi. Oh, I watched it for free on YouTube. Oh. It's up there. Just like the like, more like, you know by YouTube, like you watch this movie, mm-hmm. um, not like a shady, you know, yeah, pirated life. Pirate. I would never. Um, yeah, she gets dumped by her boyfriend. Yes, and then she's seeking a date to prom, mm-hmm. and she finds it in the thirty-seven-year-old man who's mm-hmm. walking the halls of her high school. Right. Yeah. Okay, I have a question for you because okay. I I want to see if like how you interpreted this moment. Okay. Because I think maybe I missed something or I don't know. But basically, like, his old teacher is teaching. I'm assuming it's English. And he is delivering the commencement address. So he goes into the classroom while she's teaching and she tells him to take a seat. Right. He takes a seat. And, like, Shasta's, like, looks at him and she gives him, like, a meaningful look and says, like, hi. Like, this is her first time seeing him. And we can tell. It's, like, literally just, like, Yannicka baby, yeah, where it's, like, a look passed between them of chemistry, you know? Mm-hmm. Does she know that he's an adult or does she think he's a high schooler? I think she knows he's an adult for sure. Because then later she sees him and she's like, oh, like you weren't in class today. And I couldn't tell if she's being cheeky or not. So I, I thought- couldn't tell if she knows that he's an, an adult or a child. I knew that she finds out at some point. Right. But did she know when they first met? I think she knew immediately because mm-hmm. it wasn't a big like reveal or anything. So I think she knew all along. I also think that's what attracted her to him. I don't think she found, like, knew any. She didn't know anything about his personality or anything. Right. She just know. saw that he was, like, an older guy. And I think that, I think that's why she liked him. Did you, did you notice that they mentioned that she was 18? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't make it, it's not okay, though. Also, <laughs> the year is 2009. And the school was way too okay with it. My school oh, would never oh. have allowed that to be your prom date. My school had rules. Yeah, of course. About, no. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I don't know about you, but my school had rules. Yeah. We had, there were very specific instructions for if you wanted to bring someone who wasn't a student at the prom. Like, yeah, mine They had to present, like, ID. They had to, like, go to another high school. Like, you know, it was... And they could only be up to a certain age. Yeah, they had to, they had well. to be, like, 21 or under, I believe. Yeah, I like, so. you can't just be 37 going to prom with the child. Well, when he first gets to the school, he has to go through the metal detector and everything, and they just let him in. He doesn't flash a badge or whatever. So he's just a 37-year-old man, like, wandering into the school anyway. Yeah. And it's not like this movie takes place in a world where there are no mass shootings no, or anything. No, opposite. Because they literally do a drill twice a week to yeah. prepare for, like, a shooting on campus. Yeah, they literally have a crisis drill. It's part of the movie. And Hillary Duff immediately, like, drops to the floor and has to, like, explain to him what it is. And they do it twice a week, she says. She goes, yeah, two to three times a week. So sometimes three times a week, 
and they have metal detectors, but they don't have badges. They do have badges. He didn't have one. That's what's so crazy about it. Because later, Brad yeah, later like, he's like, I didn't need to have one before. Well, Brad's like, he's wandering on without a badge. Like, yeah, yeah. And so he didn't have one, but they obviously do check for badges. But he was just able to walk through. They have a whole metal detector that he went through. And they're just yeah. like, no, this guy's fine. Another weird detail is that it's like it was a high school, but it wasn't. It was his high school rebuilt. Yeah. And I think it's maybe just because they were like, oh, oh, the location is too new. We can't say this is his high school. Yeah, it was very odd. because It was when- like it would be way better if it was his high school. Yeah, you think? there was zero reason for that, except I'm sure it had something to do with the location. But what about the school was too modern? N- nothing. We really only saw, like, one classroom. No, nothing seemed too modern to me. The library? But they would have obviously updated it, like... No, exactly. That's why I, 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 I don't get it. It was weird. Yeah, I think they just wanted the um, exterior shot. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, it's really... It was odd, because then... It was, it just, the nostalgia was downgraded. And then, of course, it doesn't make sense that Brad, the jock, the bully, works at the school, gets in a physical altercation with this guy, and then doesn't have any sort of, like, repercussions. He's Are you liter- talking about at the end, when they get into, like, the fist fight? Yeah, but I'm also talking about how he's a guy who, like, goes around town in a monster truck chasing people and is able to maintain a position at the local high school. I guess in that instance, she would maybe have to, like, cause a, like, bring it up to the school. Like, right. I don't know if they'd necessarily know. Yeah. And. But it, it should be known. Like, you should be. Sh- no, no, no. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I, you know, that's hers <laughs> to handle, like, whatever she thinks is appropriate. She might be afraid of repercussion. Also, mm-hmm. we've established she's not a very well-rounded character. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> so. they pulled Henry over for speeding, and they're not going to pull over the monster truck for, that has eight people in it in the back and is right. like, like, I assume that he's been pulled over at least. You know, it's just there are all sorts of holes in this story. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I feel like Brad having a job at the school is, like, such a minor. Such like, a minor one. I'm like, ugh, the bully <laughs> works at the school, and he's beating him up in front of his students? Like, Well, yeah, because that's I thought you were referring to the end when he, like, gives well, him a straight-up black guy. Yeah. But then we don't know what happened to him after that. That's, what, that's where I was getting. It's like, maybe he did lose his job after that. Oh, you're right. You know? But I, I was just thinking about when they were in Chevy, Chevy, yeah. Chevy Chase, which we didn't even mention. <laughs> Chevy Chase in Chevy this Chase movie. in this movie. Ugh. Yeah, the principal of the school. The principal of the school. He's kind of in like a community-esque yeah, reprisal. Really didn't... Here's, the thing, here's the thing about Chevy Chase, is that Chevy Chase is an original cast member of SNL. And, is, and that's it. That's the thing. And he is banned from ever going back to SNL because every time he does he harasses all of the all the women on set yeah he's famously very difficult to work with just yeah. in general like in addition to yeah those allegations he is also just a menace he's just set. a menace on society <laughs> on set coming from two people who have never met him nor worked with him he's the worst <laughs> the worst to work with yeah um I thought it was interesting that Hillary's back to playing high school I know she graduated in 2005 from Cheaper Brother Doesn't Too. <laughs> <laughs> Lorraine graduated. Lorraine graduated. And now four years later, she's playing a senior again. I just thought that was so interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like if Lorraine had been an only child who, who grew up in this Oh, she gave you town. Lorraine vibes? 
I'm just saying if Lorraine had been raised differently, she could have been a Shasta. Lorraine, <laughs> Lorraine never showed signs of being interested in older men, though. She never showed signs of being interested in, in any anyone. Men. Except for maybe her brother who was no, no, older. No, no. <laughs> no, we're moving. We are moving past that. We're not talking about Hillary being in love with her brothers anymore. You know, I have Only to. Only admi- her father. <laughs> you know, I have to mention that in every episode. There was also. Where we you, get shut down. Did you catch? Uh, <laughs> there was a reference to Henry potentially being her father in this movie. Hmm. He shows up. To pick her up for prom. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. He accepts her invitation to prom. And her invitation to the after party. Disgusting. But he shows up at her house, and I guess he, like, knows her mom. It was very confusing. He does know her mom because I literally thought that the dad looked younger than Henry. It, the whole thing, it was like, I feel like there was a scene or something that got cut. Because mm. it didn't really make sense, the whole interaction with him and the parents. But yeah, he, and the dad with the baseball bat. Yeah, yeah. But he shows up to the house and asks the mom. He's like... She's not, like, and then she, he gets cut off, but, like, implying that it's not his kid. Ew. Right. So gross. And she's like, yeah, no, like, of course not. Ew. It was very weird. Where was I? I don't know. It was a throwaway line, a complete, like, that it had no. Or like, do you think he was asking, like, she's not, like, 17, is she? That, no, why? I don't know. Yeah, it's no. disgusting. The whole thing was gross. Because he shows up at the house and like recognizes the mom. I. But I, then there's the, he talks so much about never getting laid. Yeah. I. What, what else happening? <laughs> exactly. Something. Something's not adding up here. Exactly. I really feel like there was a scene or something that got cut. But why keep that line in at all? It's just gross. It's literally disgusting. It's just gross that he's going to prom at all. I'll say it. It's gross. Yeah, you don't get to. And also, dude. It's been 20 years. Get over it. Get over? Get over it. You don't need to go to prom with an 18-year-old. That's what's so crazy is that it does completely, it tries to toe the line, but it does it in a way where it's like, he's aware that it's gross and weird. Yes. That he's going to prom. But he still does it. But for some reason, they think that that sort of like justifies it. Yeah. He's not enjoying this at all. He knows it's weird. <laughs> he's worried. Trust me. He's like, stay away from me because he's got to hold himself back from this. Like, it's. Yeah. Sean, Sean Astin's like giving him a haircut and is making reference to like Woody Allen and Michael Jackson. And it's like, once you get a certain like amount of fame, you can get away with whatever you want. And he's like, that's I don't want to do that. That's weird. Like, as he's getting ready to go to the prom. That's disgusting. And it somehow makes it weirder. That he's aware of it. Yeah. And somehow it's like, oh, I'm not a bad guy because I know this is wrong. And he's like, no decision that we'd make tonight would be a good idea. And it's like, then why are you here? Why did you go to not only the prom. Not that he should be putting out. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, you know that it's bad. So you have the judgment to say this is bad. And yet you're doing it anyway, which is actually worse. Way worse. To and know trying, something is wrong and to do it anyway is way worse than to not know it's wrong and to do it. They're trying to make it seem like he's a good guy because he knows it's inappropriate. Yeah, it's disgusting. But it's way weirder because he's still doing it. Oh, god. Okay, can I say this? I have to say this part is yeah. at the end when they're getting um, arrested by the cops, mm-hmm. um, the cop ends up being his friend from high school. Yeah, Bird. Bird. And Bird, like, lets him go. And... Um, the nice gentleman Henry says to Bird, he goes, don't worry, nothing's happened. Like, nothing happened. 
Like, nothing happened. Like, in reference to? In reference to, like, between him and Shasta, right? And he's, like, unbuckling him. What's the word? Uncuffing uh, him. Because he, like, the other cop was caught. The other cop was cuffing him. Mm-hmm. And then he came in and uncuffed him and was like, no, it's okay. It's cool. I know him. Yeah. Which is, like, gross concept anyway that you're just, I mean, like, let off the hook. He's a cop. Exactly. But he goes, so the man goes, nothing happened. And the cop goes, you're the man. Go make it happen. Yep. Which makes it sound like, oh, you you haven't, like, you haven't uh, made a move yet? Like, go make your move now. After, like, literally disgusting. So gross. I don't care if she's 18. I don't no, care. No, I don't care if she's 18 either. You're not an adult. I don't care if she's if you're graduated high school. high school. I don't care if she's in college. It's not appropriate. She is too young for you. Yeah. Gross. And I got to say like you're you're in high school, like you're you're not a part of adulthood yet. You're just not even if you're 18 in high school, yeah. which I forget can happen because even I'm though, a summer baby. <laughs> yeah. Even though she is the instigator and she's the one who's like coming on to him. Yeah. Yes. Hi, you're the grown up. Don't yeah. do that. You're the Don't grown up. Don't do that. Your frontal cortex is actually developed. Disgusting, dude. It's so messy. I wish I'm we so... would stop going over this theme, but. <laughs> Let me just say, I'm so glad that you and I are on the same page about this. I was really worried about bringing this up. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how Hope feels about this dynamic. Yeah, you know how I am. So <laughs> I'm so loosey-goosey. I don't have any opinions about anything. <laughs> loosey-goosey, yeah, you are. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this movie, yeah, disgusting. Let me just okay. One, one last time. Other thing that makes me angry is mm-hmm. at the after the prom, they find his car, which has been egged by his friend because he admits to egging his friend's car in his book, and then his friend finally reads it and realizes that he he egged his own friend's car. Blah blah blah. So he takes revenge on the car. Well, much like Cameron's dad and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Henry's dad really cares about his car. So why would Henry, as two podcasters who both got car washes today. We did, not knowing the other one was getting their not car knowing washed. Them. Why would Henry show up at home with this car full of toilet paper and eggs when he should have gone to the car wash and washed it off first? It's just like so annoying to me. Oh. Why would you come home? If my car, if I trashed my parents' yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. And my dad was like that. I would wash it first and then bring it home. Like, it's absurd to me that he wouldn't do that. I guess I missed it. I thought that they had vandalized the car at the house. I didn't realize he wasn't home already. Oh, no. He wasn't home already. And then his dad saw it. And even so, like, he was... This was all happening at, like, dawn and dusk. So he could have... Even if... But, no, he borrowed the car to drive it home. Right. Or to drive it around. So then he drives it home. And it's like, dude... Go to a car wash. Yeah. I missed that. I thought the car was at home when Mm. it got vandalized. What pissed me off about that same scene, that same thing, was that Henry wrote about this incident in the book that you're talking about, where he, with the help of some friends, egged a car and, like, wrote obscene things on it in soap. Um never ever admitted that to his friend never admitted that and it was like a homophobic homophobic like hate crime yes of course but wrote about it in the book without ever confessing it to the friend yeah wrote it and published it and the way that his friend found out that big girl found out Mm -hmm. was reading the book yeah insane to me 
how are you going to talk about it in a book without ever telling your friend? No, it's, ins- and it's, it shows what a immature character Henry is. Of course. Is that his solution. Also, he does, the way that he treats his parents, I'm like, come on, dude. Immature. He, his solution was to write about it in the book and that would be how they talked about it. But I don't even know if that was his intention. I feel like he thought it was a good part of the book to include. But if it were me and I did this thing that was so awful and I'm Oh, admitting- obviously you you talk to the person before you publish yeah. it. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's oh, insane. I completely agree with you. Yeah. And if I ever write a tell-all book, I promise I will confess to egging your car before it gets I, published. You would and have honestly, to. And honestly, I think that... I, I could be wrong, but I think that big girl found out about this from listening to the audiobook. Yeah, you're right. So no, you're right. it's been enough time that the book has come out and the audiobook has then come out. And I'm glad you mentioned that because big girl, what a bad friend to not read the book the second it comes out. I know, out. To, cu- to wait for the audiobook to drop. Honestly, nobody read the book though. I think that was supposed to be like a kind of a funny thing and they just never, they didn't handle it right. Yeah, because it just Where, seems like, like a, they're not your friends then. Or maybe it was, it could have been a good joke that they just missed where nobody had actually read the book or listened to it. Yeah. Whatever. I didn't write this movie. <laughs> and if you had, it would have been better. Aww. Aww. Wait, I was going to say Thanks. one other thing. Just like speaking of. How did Big Girl, well, I guess you, you won't know because you thought the car was parked at Henry's house, mm-hmm. but what I think it was is that Henry borrowed the car, like, to go to the prom, and the dad was, and the dad was, like, giving him a hard time about it. He takes the car to take Shasta to prom, and then they go to that party, mm-hmm. and then when they're walking home, they find the car, so I assumed the car so- was parked at the party. Wait, maybe I am right then. Maybe so, but it was maybe, at the home the whole so time. So maybe it was at the house because how else would they know where the car yeah. is? Yeah. But also how would he have taken her to prom without the car? Well, he did drive her to prom. And we know that because they went to the 7-Eleven before the prom and he parked in a handicapped spot. Ugh. Never addressed it. I was like, that's going to come up. No, he just parked in a handicapped spot. Okay. While she ran inside. To get illegally liquor. Illegally purchased vodka. Yeah. And, and he's chilling in a handicap spot. And you know why he parked in a handicap spot? Because there's no other open spots. So, so where's the handicap person going to park? Exactly. <laughs> I was so mad. So he did take the car. So he did take the car to prom, yeah. And then they drove in the car to the after party. I guess. Or were they in the limo when we missed it? Because I just assume, like, then where did the car end up? Right. Or did the car get trashed at the high school because they knew it was going to be there? Also, really crazy to assume that Big Girl would know what Henry's dad's car looks like. Well, it seems to be the car that the dad has been obsessed with for years. Which, by the way, it looks like a regular freaking car. It is a regular freaking car. It wasn't a cool car. Mm -hmm. So why is the dad going to be this obsessed with it when it's just like a Corolla? Uh, Honestly? Okay. Enough car talk. (laughs) Enough car talk. Enough car talk. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to tell me your favorite quotes? Um, Uh, I already told you, I think... My favorite one. Oh, yeah. Which is, are you lost? Very. Oh, yes. Um, also, at the very, very end, the reason the movie is called Stay Cool is because that's how Winona signed Henry's yearbook. Mm-hmm. And he thought it meant more than it really did. Yeah. So then at the very end, he sang goodbye to her. Mm-hmm. He literally goes, goes, he goes, I love you, Scarlett. She goes. Scarlett Smith. I know. Paige's Smith. sister. <laughs> Hot girls, her name is Smith. Yeah, they are. Um, but she goes, Henry. 
and he stops and he turns around and she goes stay cool and i was like wow that's a real that's oh i kind of like that Uh uh-huh and henry goes okay (laughs) no like zero emotion whatsoever I thought their whole dynamic should have been way more romantic than it was, and it wasn't. He could have even... He, he should have stayed just, there. He Or he could have just given a different reading of that line, and I would have not been upset. Yeah, he, more like an, okay. It was so... Cold. Flat. Cold. He just goes, okay. Like, really undercut this, like, could have been a cool, like, oh, oh like, okay. full circle. Can I, of, can I oh. say something? Yeah. Would you have liked the line better... If instead of saying, hey, Henry, stay cool, if she had said, stay cold, Natalie. Oh, my gosh. Stay get cold. out of here. <laughs> would you have preferred if it was stay get cold? out of here. <laughs> what? Um, would you have preferred if it was a Cody Banks, Agent Cody Banks reference? I love a reference. You know me. I love a meta reference. Okay, oh, well, my, gosh. my favorite line besides, um, besides the one that you said, which was pretty yeah. good, mine was when the best friend, Darcy, says – you're buying his book. You're investing in this relationship. <laughs> yeah. I would never read something for a guy. <laughs> so true, Darcy. So Honestly. true. So true, dude. Um, so I was researching this movie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, for this podcast, I have a podcast. I don't know if I've told you about it. I have a podcast. Oh my god. Where I've been wanting to start one. Oh yeah. No, you should. Don't take my idea. But <laughs> what what I'm doing is I'm watching Hillary Duff movies mm. and talking about them after I'm not really passionate about that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Fair fair enough. Fair enough. I can, I feel comfortable sharing that idea with you then. Um but I was reading the IMDb trivia and someone has taken over the IMDb trivia. Really? And has Let me just read you some of my favorites, okay? Okay. Okay, so all of this comes directly from the Stay Cool IMDb trivia section, okay? Yes. You told me not to look, which so I didn't do I didn't look at it at all, which is I, why I don't know any of the names of any of anyone. You're just not gonna believe whoever it was that has taken over. Okay. 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 All right. I'm excited. All right. <clears throat> Henry, Big Girl, and Wino are eating pancakes at an IHOP. IHOP stands for International House of Pancakes, and it was founded in nineteen fifty eight. Okay. <laughs> Big girl sings. Wait, and then, that's it. So that's, that's it. That's, that's the fact. Where's it happen? <laughs> that's the fact. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely about this yeah. movie. Okay, uh, listen to this one. This one's okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Big girl sings and then says the line "Let it go." It almost sounds like the song from the movie Frozen called "Let It Go," but Frozen came out in 2013, and this film came out in 2009. Incredible. What? Like, why? <clears throat> a poster of singer Sinead O'Connor is hanging on the wall of Henry's room. On October 25th, 2018, oh my O'Connor converted to Islam and now wears Muslim female outfits while singing. <laughs> Muslim female outfits? Muslim females, yeah. <laughs> she wears the outfits. Last one. Beth Mid- <laughs> I don't want them to ever stop. I know. Well, there are more. These are just the highlights. Okay. <laughs> Bette Midler and her song, The Wind Beneath My Wings, is mentioned by Principal Marshall. In 2013, Bette Midler sang this song to a 28-year-old dying fan named Anna Greenberg. 
those are the facts for the movie Stay Cool. Those are just a sample of them, just a little taster. Wow. Insane. I wouldn't have predicted those were facts. <laughs> I mean, they are facts. I didn't, like, double check. I'm assuming they're all true, but they have nothing to do with the movie Stay Cool. Wow. Well, I thought that... Wow, I was thinking you were going to quiz me, mm-hmm. but um, I actually have a quiz for you. Oh, I mean, I could have asked you about <laughs> Bette Midler, I guess, and her dying fan, but... <laughs> uh, what is the name of okay. the song Bette Midler saying no? Uh, I, have a, I have a quiz for you. All right. Okay, so it's... I'm nervous. It's Hope's Pop Culture Quiz. Pew, pew, pew. Fire up those Air brain horn. cells. Are you scared? No, no I'm not scared <laughs> at all. I'm just trying not to look at your... Okay, so... Okay. First question, I guess, is what is the name of the book that Henry McCarthy wrote? Okay. Um, How Lionel Got Me Laid. Mm -hmm. And who is the Lionel that he's referring to? Richie? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's what I thought, but I don't know if they ever explicitly said it. Okay. So I have um, a test for you. Okay. That wasn't it? That wasn't the test? No. Oh, gosh. Okay. I have some lyrics here, and you no. have to tell me if they're either Lionel Richie lyrics or Hillary Duff lyrics. Oh my gosh! What a good quiz! Thank you. <laughs> okay. Are you in? Yeah. Are you sold? I am so sold. My cockiness is like, oh, of, co- of course I'll know all the Hillary lyrics, uh-huh. but I don't know that I will. You don't know that you will. I just listened to Dignity recently and was like, I don't know any of these songs. <laughs> I was, I've been listening to it too. Yeah. Okay. It's the time. Okay. You ready for question one? Yeah. Okay. Question one. This is answer A. I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. And this is option B. Oh, okay. No more looking for beauty that's dying inside of me. So one is Lionel and one is Hillary. Yeah, which one do you think okay, is Okay, the first one's Hillary. Lionel. First one's Lionel, second one's Hillary. You're correct. Okay, okay. Okay. Yes, that's from his song Hello. Yes, that one I recognized. Okay, yeah. I think that's the only Lionel Richie song I know though. Okay. So now it's like this find the Hillary song. Okay. It's time to start believing. Oh yes, believing who you are. You are a shining star. Or similar themes Oh, you're such a dreamer, but I'm not a believer in all the things that you dream. Okay, first one's Hillary, and the second one's Lionel. Wrong. <laughs> can you believe that? Those are the same. That's so... Can you believe that? Believing <laughs> who you are, you are a shining star. The fact that that's not Hillary Duff is right. insane. Yeah, agreed. I'm, I'm proud of this quiz. This is good. I know. I love this. Okay. Okay. Um, next question been a fool too long, I guess. It's time for me to come on home. Okay. Versus, everybody gets the joke. Where's the fire? Where's the smoke? Oh. Oh. Money, love, and jealousy? Something's got a hold on me. Okay. The second one's Hillary. Okay. <laughs> I, I recognize that one. Okay. First yes. one's Lionel. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I'm back at it, baby. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My love is not up for negotiation. Versus... Oh, Cinderella. Oh, Cinderella. Oh, Cinderella. I think the first one's Hillary. And the second one's Lionel. You're correct. Okay. <laughs> the first one just sounded like something I had heard before, so I was yeah. like, I guess it's gotta be But Hillary. it's pretty funny that he has a song called Cinderella. Yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yes, Boys, my love is not up for negotiation. It's from the song Between You and Me. 
Oh, that's from Dignity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Goodbye now, goodbye. One more mile, one more kiss. One more word, one more wish. Okay. Or, straight to my wishing well, you're the one I'll love forever. Yah, 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 yah. Hillary would never say yah. <laughs> it may be yay, yay, yah, yah. <laughs> is, the first, is the first one Hillary, and is it also from Jericho? It is. <laughs> <laughs> the oh second one was Lionel Richie Cinderella. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Okay. Wow. Okay, this is the longest one. Okay. So this is the last one and the longest one. Let's so I'm doing it. two full verses. Oh, okay. Well, one from each. Got you, got you, got you. Okay. Okay, first one. Oh, you are my destiny. You are my one and only. You gave that joy to me when my life was lonely. Mm. Angel in disguise with your power of love. You just hypnotize. I just love the magic of your spell. How much joy we have together, only time will tell. Okay. Or, you can promise castles, treasures... Babies, I don't care. Because for now, you're just enough for me. I want you near. Like a fairy tale to feel your breath right on my neck. You remember what I love. So, baby, take me back. The second one is Hillary Duff Sparks. Yes. <laughs> I never realized how similar Lionel and Hillary were. I didn't either. Thematically and otherwise. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. great job on the quiz. What a good quiz. <laughs> I love that so much. Wow. Well, How I'm many glad. did you get? <laughs> Comment below. Comment below. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Hope. Yeah. Oh Thank my you. gosh. I love it. Well, we've talked about Lionel Richie. Is it time to talk about love interests? <laughs> Absolutely. Her love interest in this movie, Henry, <clears throat> sucks. Sucks. He parked in a handicapped spot at the 7-Eleven. That's all. I, I couldn't get anything else out of my head. Also, he's 28 years older than her. Oh, yeah. Wait, there's that, too. No, 20. I think just 20 years. Uh, yeah. Uh, 19? Wait, that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 20, I had a problem with. 19? 19? No, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no issues here. It's not even the age. It's, she's 18. Yeah, the age difference wouldn't matter if they were 40 and 60, but right. they're not. They're not. Famously not. They're no. famously She's not. still in high school. He's giving the commencement. Okay. Oh God, <sighs> yeah. We've already gone there. Still gets me so, so heated. So we're going to give Henry a negative 10 as a love interest? Negative 10 because the, she's barely legal. Barely legal. Also, yeah. he's more interested in Winona's character anyway. Scarlet Smith. That's who he's really after. You know? Do you remember Scarlet Smith's fake name? No. It was like Lauren. Oh, Lauren. Yeah. She's Lauren like, Lorna or something like something oh. with an L's like. Yeah. She's like, I'm really interested in this Lauren character. Tell yeah. Tell me about her. Yeah. Was Who it? is that? He's like, Ugh, who do you think it is? <laughs> oh, tag yourself. Who do you think you are? Wait, we have to rate Hillary's other love interest, Max the Riot. You didn't even know it was him. And I'm still giving him a six. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if compared to Henry. Yeah. yeah. What? All he did was dump her. What's wrong with that? We've all been dumped at a pep rally. I've never been dumped. And I've never been to a pep rally. <laughs> well, you've never been on a date with me. <laughs> both are lies. Both, both of those are lies. Um, okay, so we've done the love interest then. Okay. I'm giving Max a six. Are you giving him a six? Do you sure, agree? Okay. Sure. Yeah. And um, tag yourself. Well, I would rather tag you. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> okay, I'd rather tag me too. I think you are a hundred percent Darcy. Oh, I am. Yeah, you're the right. best friend. Oh I yeah, you're literally watching. I was like, that is hope. If she does not tag herself, <laughs> literally, like the phone rings at her best friend's house. She answers it and yeah. is mean to the person. <laughs> yeah, it's like, if, but it was if like, that's not hope energy. It, it was. It wasn't just like she was mean. She was just like, why are you calling my friend? What makes you think you're good enough to talk to my friend? Which is very much like fierce hope vibes and then she's like i I ship you guys (laughs) also hope vibes yeah 100 percent. you also kind of look like her oh thank you okay i guess that makes you winona well i was like i was gonna say that i'm winona only because i'm also bad at breaking up with people Mm. like brad Mm -hmm. they just (laughs) i don't know how to cut them off (laughs) so it's like for that reason yeah, and all that. of your exes have that same car, which is insane. And they're all still in love with me. And they're all named Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many Brads. I only date Brads. The same. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a deleted scene. Oh my gosh, Let's yes. get to it. I feel like this one needs no introduction. It needs no introduction. And yet here I am introducing it. Please welcome our friend and History Duff's super fan, Shannon Cloud. This is a deleted scene from the film Stay Cool. Ding dong. I'll get it. (gasps) Henry McCarthy? What? Francesca, how are you? What are you doing here? Uh, It's prom night. I'm just here to uh, pick up my prom date. Uh, You're 19 years too late, mister. Uh, well, is... She ready to go? Wait, Sashta? You're going to prom with my Sashta? Uh, Shasta. Shasta, O'Neill. Thanks for correcting my pronunciation. Well, um, can I come in? Yeah, yeah, come on in, but I got a couple more questions for you, fella. Okay. Um, so how did y'all meet? Met at high school. I was, uh, I'm giving the commencement speech. You're giving the commencement speech? Yep, that's why I'm in town, yeah. Don't they only let really famous people do that? Well, usually, but, you know, I think they made an exception for me. I think you're selling yourself short. You were always so, um, uh, 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 you had potential. Uh, Shasta, you ready? Here, come and meet my husband, Mr. O'Neill. Oh, okay. Nice to meet you, Mr. O'Neill. Uh, what's that you're holding? A baseball bat. Okay. Okay. Well, Why? I was, um, I'm not sure. It's not because I'm threatened by you, if that's what you think. Shasta. So tell me more about what you do. I'm a writer. Um, books, uh, novelist. Have you won any awards? No. Nothing yet, but, um, Shasta. You sound like a real stand-up guy and... I have no problems with you dating my daughter. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, uh, great. Hey, Shasta? But you sound like you have reservations about dating my daughter. I 
am conflicted, I guess you could say. I, I, I do plan on kissing her. I'm not going to sleep with her. But uh, anyway, we should get going. Come on, Henry. My daughter is so beautiful. You're saying that you don't want to be with her, ex- like, uh, going steady? <laughs> nice meeting you. Let's get out of here. I really think that you're going to have a great time. Oh, Shasta, here you are. Shasta. I hope you guys have a great time, and I just want to let you know that you were the one that got away. Oh, good seeing you, Franny. He's still got it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, we are God. so appreciative. That scene was amazing, <laughs> magical, <laughs> life-changing. Yeah, it really was. If only the original, the original script had 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 kept that i know if you know? only we could have gotten hillary to do this deleted scene. that wasn't her i i i mean uh, uh i didn't see hillary in the same room as <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> anyway 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 follow us on spotify itunes uh, stitcher wherever you're listening to this hit yeah. the follow button please and please, please rate us five stars come on I've been obsessed with the numbers lately. I've gotten really into the numbers. Uh-oh, I don't look. Yeah, you shouldn't look. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening, could you please give us a higher rating? It's weird that you only ranked us a two. I know, our, our biggest hater is your mom. My specific mom. Um, But thank you for listening. Thank you so much, Anne. Thanks for being our friend. Thanks you're for prob- being our friend. If you're listening, you're probably our friend. Or Hillary, <laughs> if you're listening, get back to work, girly. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And And this this was History Duffs. Duffs.